Hello. In this episode, I'd like to talk to you just a little bit about how creativity can help your business to succeed. Maybe you're a convert, or maybe not. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to enthuse you, if you like, about how you might be able to embrace creativity and hence help your business. Now, creativity isn't simply playing. Whatever you do must add value to your business in some way. It doesn't mean laying your hands on a number of creative techniques, trying them out, and then hoping that by some process of osmosis, it will be beneficial to your business. This is just play, and although it can be fun, it provides very little benefit at all. But what exactly can you use it for? First of all, I'd like to think about what creativity is, or maybe is not. It means using tools and techniques you may not currently be using or have even heard of before. It's about ensuring that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. For example, you do not just use the skills of your colleagues and employees, but derive benefits from skills used outside of the workplace and from interactions that take place between them. It's also about obtaining a different perspective on the issues affecting your business, making it easier to manage, and allowing you to spot a new business opportunity or business opportunities when they arise. It's about being able to make better decisions, increasing the intrinsic motivation of your employees, giving yourself time and space, but above all, working towards those business goals. In other podcasts, I'll be demonstrating exactly which techniques you can use and in what circumstances. But for now, here are some examples of just a few techniques and their potential uses. Now, I don't know if you have come across storyboards or cartoon storyboards before. They are great fun. But you can use them for such things as business planning and strategy. They are easily understood by all stakeholders. They can be created in just a few hours and will not be wasted, unlike the traditional documents we provide to bank managers and investors. Such plans take contributions from employers and other stakeholders and make their engagement much more likely and much easier to incorporate. They are far less likely to be used as doorstops or ways to prop up wobbly boardroom tables. Idea generation. We all need ideas. There are many, many ways of doing this not just relying on ideas coming into your head or half-hearted attempts at brainstorming. It can also help you to calibrate your methods of idea generation so you can match the amount of time spent on this activity with the actual requirements of your business. Decision-making and idea selection can be addressed with a simple 2x2 two two matrix, if you know how. You can use this for bulletproofing. We can decide on which business challenges need to be tackled first, select the best ideas from hundreds, or maybe just reduce risk. Visualization covers many, many things, including guided imagery, where you are encouraged to seek solutions using your imagination, as well as modeling or exploration, where you seek to build a picture of the future, rather than simply describing your objectives in plain English. Predicting the future is something we'd all love to do, but you can by picking out 
what we call weak signals and searching for patterns, we can plan for the future with a greater degree of certainty. Now, if you embrace the idea of creativity as an employer, you'll get something else entirely for free. Increased intrinsic motivation. If you create the right conditions for yourself and for others to be creative at the appropriate time, of course, and put in place the mechanisms to allow such behaviour, then employees and colleagues will automatically be given a greater degree of freedom and trust, which in turn will be rewarded by increased effort or outputs. Now you have a better business and employees who will go the extra mile for you without being coerced. Isn't that good?